20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some monogamy. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. This is a new generation of swingers. Waves are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your nuts gonna be drained. Oh, 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 oh. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Swinging Around, the sex positive podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Danny. I'm Heidi. And this is episode 53, the last episode of 2014. Although, all, none of you out there will actually, you will all hear it actually in 2015, because we're recording this on New Year's Eve. Yeah. New Year's Eve 2014. We're prepping to get ready to end the new year, and well, end the current year, ring in the new year, enter 2015, and we're doing so by talking about sex. Indeed. And I don't, swinging. We're sitting down, I don't feel like we've sat down and actually, like, talked and had a normal episode in a while, because we've had our well, Desire we recorded episodes. Well, we recorded a couple in Desire, yeah, and we then we posted our sexy erotic story which exactly. i recorded months ago exactly so i don't think like, i i just feel like it's been a um a little while since we've actually sat down and had just a normal episode so um yeah and i've been looking forward to it and the the things that we have to talk about have been piling up in sort of a sex cornucopia so the next few episodes at least this episode and probably the next one we've just got a lot of different things that have been popping in our head that we want to talk about so we might not have like one clear episode aimed because there's there's just been a lot of random sex things you know we've continued to have some swinging experiences and there's different things that have happened during those experiences that we want to talk about that i'm just mm-hmm. excited about that we haven't talked about yet and there's just a lot of stuff so i think we should talk about the um well let's talk about new year first yeah so we're gonna talk about, like like new year like like one of the one of the major like um times where it's expected that there's going to be swinger parties, that yeah. there's sex parties, um, and and it's it's funny because and they the, last a while too. Like swinger sex parties tend to be like over the weekend. You mean oh, just oh. and like like they'll ring in the night before the new year, then they'll ring in the new year, then they'll ring in the next year, yeah, and then they might times, ring in the the weekends following too. <laughs> a lot of times there's a couple of a couple night parties. Um, it's funny though; we don't normally go out on New Year's Eve. We have, but not. Swinging, like so, we've been to yeah. Vegas on New Year's Eve, yeah, which is a rocking good time. And we that was but we before we swung. We haven't gone out. Um, we started a tradition a few years ago. Actually, it's been a, a number of years ago, um, like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, or something. We started Damn. just uh, staying in and doing fondue and watching movies. So we actually have sort of a low key New Year. But I know that um, for a lot of swingers, a lot of people, this is a night to get out. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's up there. It isn't as big as Halloween. And, and, now, but, but a couple it's, of years ago, there. we went to a Happy New Year after New Year party. So I think it, oh, was, true. it was early January. I forgot about that. that we went I think to it a, was. Um, it was a post-New Year party. It was actually so it was the mid-January. weekend. I think, no, I, I think it was the weekend after. Yeah. Um, because there's one, uh, there, there's one hotel party around here that they host their parties on the first... Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday of the month, and yeah, was that last year or the year before? But they, um, so it would have been ringing in 2013. Yeah, so so we have so we did go to that. But we actually haven't gone to a party on New Year's Eve. Um, but yeah. it's 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 worth mentioning that there's going to be 
a lot, a lot of fucking going on tonight. <laughs> there I sure mean, will be. I mean, swingers and non-swingers alike. I mean, a lot just like fucking. Halloween, on nights... We'll have to be fucking, too. Just like Halloween parties, just on nights when, you know, on occasions where, you know, um, vanillas will get out and party, That's those are times when <laughs> swingers get out you and party even, get out and party even harder. Yeah, I would say Halloween's probably... From my perspective, I think Halloween's the bigger swinger holiday. Oh, yeah. But then next to it, I think New Year's Eve tends to be the classier. Well, a lot of places do the... Because you wear, like, ball, the sparkly like dress. The, like, and... the ball gown dress. Like, um, like, they try to class yeah. it up a little bit. And they'll do um, a champagne toast and a balloon drop. and That's a lot of fun. Yeah. All the stuff that vanilla parties do, but then... You know, when midnight hits and it's time to kiss somebody, chances are the person you're kissing is not your own. <laughs> yeah. So, listeners, <laughs> and, and we want to hear... meanwhile, you've got some fingers up the poon or, you know, a hand on a cock. And... So, listeners, we want to hear sexy New Year, um, New Year's Eve party stories. So, write us. Um, and actually, send us, a vo- send us a voicemail. We actually haven't had an... Um, voicemails any, in a while. We, we, we haven't had a, any voicemails in a and little while. And that phone number is 4015-7-SWING-7. Pretty easy to remember. It goes straight to a... Our swinging around voicemail. We'd love to hear from you, and so, you can reach us through email at swingingaround at gmail dot com. No G at the end of swing. Yeah, we want to hear about those debaucherous New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve shenanigans. Yeah, since we're talking about it, we want to hear what you thought about our our co podcast with Cooper from Life on the Swing Set too. Oh yeah, yeah. We um, any feedback you've got got on that? We'd love to hear it. Yeah, yeah. That was an interesting one because it went out on the. Um, Life on the Swing Set feed first, so we know we have a lot of listeners who listen to both podcasts. So it went mm-hmm. out actually. So the it, it's interesting because it was, um, it was us and uh, Life on the Swing Set, but it was just Cooper and mm-hmm. it was up on their feed for a whole week before it was up on ours. So if yeah. if you would uh, it's, it's so you might have felt like you got gypped out of a swinging around episode if you <laughs> if you listened to Life on the Swing Set first. Yeah. Yeah, but that was that was fun. That was fun. You know. Yeah, good people. I don't really want to dwell on desire too much because there's there's plenty. There's we we've we, talked about it plenty. We've yeah. had a couple episodes, but it was just it was just a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else we Which got? Which reminds me that to get back to the anybody who's been a, a listener for a while over the last six months or so is aware of this swinger business card chat oh, that we've been having yeah, for months. Yeah. That would have been a prime time opportunity. We brought our business cards with us and didn't remember to distribute any of them until the couple that was um, staying two doors down from us, we noticed they had their swinger business card in the window of their room. And we were like, oh my gosh, why didn't we do that? Then people would know where we are and who we are. We didn't even think about it until yeah. towards the end. And ours are, Missed a bit, opportunity. ours are a little bit different because we actually have cards. We have business cards that promote the podcast Yeah. Um, that are for swinging around. We don't actually have ones that are promoting us. Just promoting profile, us yeah. or our, 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 our um, S-Lust profile or Cassie profile or anything. Um, but yeah, yeah, Desire, Desire, we didn't talk about that. You're exactly right. Desire is a great place for... The business cards because, I mean, I guess any place where you want people to remember you to remember you and to and to get yeah. and to try to get in contact with you later. So I mean, and especially like I like it too because you're not necessarily living in the same area, so you might not run into them at another party. Exactly. Again. I mean, so it they're they're decent. We've we've come around and after talking about it, um, mm-hmm. where they're actually a decent idea anytime when you're at a party or yeah, whatnot. They are. But if you're at a party and you have a party that's you're at a party that's listed on SLS or Cassidy or anywhere, you can probably go and if you meet a couple and you don't get their name or whatever, you can go and if you're quick because at least on SLS yeah. they the um 
the parties get they're only they're out for a couple of days. I'm not sure how. But not long. everybody has pictures posted. Yeah, like, but you can that's usually still problematic. Well, but you you can usually track people down. But in Desire, it, um, especially if you're not there with a group, but if you meet people, you meet people from all over the country. Mm-hmm. You're the odds of running into them again are very very low. Right. Um, so so if you want to keep in contact with people, you got to exchange in, in, information. And so yep. Desire is a great place to to have those business cards and yeah. to have your profile information on there and your contact information. Um, so that's just something else to to consider when when going. So one other thing that's kind of Desire related, but not talking about Desire is while we were there, we were kind of introduced to the kink community. Which is really interesting to me because you and I know nothing about the kink community. We don't. We don't. Where, it's like this whole other under like we've like, never really you know, explored it. Swinging is its own alternative lifestyle, and and it's this whole it. All of you out there who are you, you know that swinging is like an underground community thing. It's yeah. an underground community, but so is the kink community is as big, if not bigger. Yeah, and so we had a, a fantastic opportunity to. Speak with a guy who's kind of an ambassador for the kink community over in the San Francisco Bay area. And just learned so much about, you know, similarly to the lifestyle community, there's different rules. There's different things that are full pause. There's different things that you can say or shouldn't say or can do or mm-hmm. shouldn't do. Ways to approach people or touch people or things that they find to be... Um, offensive that i might not even think about like it was just really eye-opening and there's so much more to learn that uh it, you know it, it's it's another group that's sex positive that i i just want to know more about yeah why don't you try to describe and even we aren't even we aren't fully informed to be yeah. experts at it either but why don't you describe for people who might not even know what we mean by the uh, kink community somebody who might not have an idea what we're even talking about. Well, members of the kink community aren't necessarily swingers. They could be swingers, but they're people who enjoy um, all kinds of different things that are that are sexually charged. So it might be somebody who's into BDSM or who wants to be a top or who wants to be a bottom or wants to role play or just various fantasies or fetishes that they want to act out. Yes, there's a I... community for people who have certain likes or dislikes and they want to find others with similar likes and dislikes or just be around people that that are sex positive and open. Yes, my perception, and again, this is us, we're not in the community, but we are interested in learning more, Right. Um, is that it's, it's the community for individuals, just as you mentioned, who like even the more fringe aspects of yeah. of sex even then than swingers do and so you have the BDSM communities and you, w- within the kink with within the kink community and, and you have fetishes and, and 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 fetishes and role play and exploring um much more of the s- sensation play so flogging mm-hmm. and and whereas swinging is very much about just raw sex like and like heterosexual heterosexual non monogamous um sex but usually it's just it's just sex. You don't see toy play very often. You you don't see. Yeah, you don't I mean see, there is occasionally. You don't but see. Um, I I mean you'll be at a party. You don't and you'll see, see role plays. You, you don't, don't see, see scenes being set up. Or exactly. You, you, you don't, don't necessarily see one people taking on different roles. I mean the 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 term dungeon really isn't something that's uh, pervasive in the swinging community. There really isn't. No, that might freak me out. If you're like, welcome to my dungeon. <laughs> yes, and so it's it's um, it's it's very much the the fetish and. So in, in well, my... yeah, their, their website uh, that a lot of them use is Fat Life. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, and that does unlike the swinging community where it seems to be fractured mm-hmm. amongst you know various uh, websites throughout uh, regional websites. Um, 
it seems to me, and I could be wrong here, but it seems like FetLife is sort of the one, the the end all be all of the main one. Of, yeah, I, I shouldn't say end all be all. Yes, the main one because we've talked to people around. We we've had it. We we've talked to people from around the country, and there seems to be FetLife. It seems to be the one. Yeah, there that, seems to be agreement there. Yes, so. but it's it's just more sex positive people that. Uh, may or may not be non-monogamous. So it's just interesting to hear about the different yeah. things and the progression too, because it seems to me that that community has a better definition and observance of consent than the yes, community. Yes, they, they do. And that in and of itself could be another topic to talk about, like yeah, to delve they... into. So I don't want to get too much into that. It's just, there's so much that I've learned about um, other aspects of sexuality and, and sex positivity that I'm, I'm really excited and I yeah, want to learn more. The king community seems to be much more, as as you mentioned, aware of and concerned with making sure everything is consensual. Not that there's, not that swinging isn't, but in 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 the swinging lifestyle, it seems like it's not a priority that's discussed. It it's not a, a rule that's established and, yeah. and necessarily maintained. I mean, it's something you hope for, and it's something that you want people to respect. But it's not from the beginning. You know, you don't necessarily see it on to do lists. Yes. You see the no means no, but that's an implied I've already tried, and then you told me no. You told yeah. no. Rather, it's it's asked for forgiveness rather than permission. Exactly. That's a lot of how this how I would describe consent in in this weekend. You 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 know you maybe you maybe try something or you know try to a lot of times people will try to yeah. be on the dance floor and be like hey let's let's go dance with them and and maybe try to try to even get in and dance without actually yeah, asking and then, and then and, you grab a butt and, and, and them you not grab saying boob, no for, yeah yeah and so it's it's it seems to be much more explicit in the mm-hmm. in the um kink community and they're much more explicit with their members and it's it's more of a faux pas and when you don't follow that and so yeah. um it's just it's just interesting and we've talked about um checking out because they have they have their own parties that just like um swinging has has various parties and mm-hmm. they have their own parties and we've talked about looking into it so we'll see when yeah. when we actually get around to doing it would be nice to see more unification across the various sex positive communities because we've got the numbers behind us yeah to become less mainstream mm-hmm. so another interesting tidbit that we haven't talked about so we went to a Halloween party. So this is a few months yeah, ago now, couple, but we ha- we haven't even talked about. That's this how long yet, it's been so. since I feel like we've actually recorded, um, sat down and actually talked about it. Oh, and had a, a normal episode. Yeah, it was yeah. the Halloween. It was a Halloween party. Yeah, so we're at the Halloween party, having a great time. What was our what were our costumes? God, that's how long ago it was. Something sexy and something sexier. <laughs> <laughs> what? So what did I go as um, for Halloween? I see that I don't. Oh, remember. like a like a doctor. Oh yeah, that's right. Yours is okay. <laughs> It was a last minute costume for you, and I bought my costume like a year and a half ago. I was a gangster. Yeah, you were really a sexy ass gangster. It was, gangster. It, was so, it was fucking hot. So we're we're dancing with a couple, and there's this other couple that I've I've seen across the room, and the guy is smoking hot. So is she? She and, like like the the girl, the girl was, was hot really too. really really hot. And they were dancing, and you know we we'd kind of made our way over there, wanting to talk to them, and there were a couple of times where we were dancing nearby them but didn't get an opportunity to say hello or didn't have an opportunity to make eye contact throughout the course of the night and the night is progressing and we're having a good time with the couple that we are dancing with and we're in the vicinity of this hot couple and eventually they notice us and we notice them and we go to start talking and the girl says to me did you go to blah high school of course insert name of high school there and i was like oh my god and we Quickly thereafter, realized that we had uh, graduated from the same high school. We weren't in the same graduating class. We were a couple of years apart, 
but we knew one another and we played on the same sports teams together and uh had been acquaintances we weren't close friends but we'd hung out a few times so there she is topless here i am in my sexy costume she's with her guy i'm dancing with not you (laughs) and uh (laughs) we suddenly recognized one another i didn't recognize her at first but as soon as she asked me if you said she hotted up she did yeah she got way hot she wasn't like that hot in high school but (laughs) but as soon as she she said did you go to this high school i realized who it was like then i like recognized her i didn't recognize her before then Mm -hmm. maybe like a do I know her familiarity? But it was probably just though I've seen her at another party. So that was a little. And then a little bit later, we were kind of dancing, and I was like, So your secret's my secret. And she just kind of waved it off, like, Yeah, whatever. I don't care. But that was a little awkward. Yeah, that's that's funny to, to meet somebody that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't had that kind of. The only thing that. The, the closest I've come is to seeing somebody that I've known or in through my villain. Vanilla life. Actually, didn't you? You had an ex coworker too. You had. You I had, did. You yeah. had changed jobs. I had an ex coworker too. You saw an ex coworker. Yeah. And by you then, had, I'd left the job. That you had just he was recently at, changed that job or changed jobs like within the last six months. Yeah. So it would have been weird if you, or it would have been interesting if if you were still working like at the same place he was. I working. think he ended up getting fired too, so that would have helped ease the situation. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it was so, awkward. So the closest I've come is I met somebody at a party who knew people that i knew from high school but but i didn't know her she didn't go to high school she just knew people i think that she had met them Mm -hmm. um after high school was over so we were so that was you know that was kind of weird for me to talk to to talk about people um that i that mutual friends outside of the lifestyle yeah and and it's funny it's come back to high school for us because we don't live close to either one of our high schools Mm -mm. um but we're still in the metro area so you know we're within a couple hour driving distance well i guess people drive to swing so that's true so so we do get a lot of listeners who write in and 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 talk about how they're concerned about meeting people that they know in the lifestyle or running into people that they know and 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 this is kind of specific to well, we've talked we talk about the Metro Detroit area a lot, but I mean this could happen anywhere. And and all I can say, and we've talked about this before, is their secrets are a secret. You know, well, if you're running true. into each other at a party, they're equally there as much as you well, are. Well, that's true. But we are gonna get into um a little bit later, like a topic about um so, some some changes we've had in, in our ideas yeah. of yeah, it's true. keeping your of anonymity and um and so So I guess we're just a testament that yeah, it can happen and it does happen. It's rare. That you run into somebody you know. It's really rare. We're a small community, but it hap- it's happened to us. Yeah. So, now I haven't run into anybody that is from my present life, I guess yes. you could say. I've run into people from my past life, from high school, from a former job, but I haven't run into anybody present, and I'm kind of thankful for that, because it, it could happen. Yeah, it would be awkward. It would be awkward. Um, I think it might be one of those things, too, where you both see each other and then beeline it in an opposite direction, I hope. <laughs> So, what else we got for today? Something that you wanted to talk about was the you've always wanted me to do skiing. Oh, actually, before that, let's let's t- stick with the um the Halloween party. Actually, yeah. Um, the Halloween party. Something new happened for me that you'd think would like happen like the first time you swing or like the first time you're in a scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was I would say it was the first time where I truly got. Like had the double blow job where both girls were on. The, oh, that's right. Where both girls were that. on the penis at the same time. Both mouths. Both mouths on the penis. That's right. I mean, because it's something you see in porn. Like, there's a I lot... had to take one for the team. I made out with that chick. <laughs> yeah, you're. And you know that's not my thing. I wouldn't call it taking one for the team. That's actually not a fair statement. I did it. 
that it happened. But but yeah, so she started. Um, we were hanging out, and she um asked if she could uh start to blow me, and so of of course we both said, yeah, go ahead. And then and then you joined in, mm-hmm. and then that so that was pretty cool because there's a lot of scenarios that you see in porn, or you know that's you see that stuff all the time in porn, but like certain scenarios, like just things just don't organically happen a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, in real life when you're swinging, um, yeah. or just when you, when you're having sex or when you're having group sex in general, like a lot of things you actually have to work at this or, you know, work or remember, oh yeah, I wanted to try that position or, or I wanted to try this. And I would say a double blow job is one of those. And it was, it's awesome, but it is something that, you know, we've, we've been in a lifestyle for a while now and it's something that, um, had just hadn't happened where both girls are on because in practice, in, in, um, what, in in the practical situation, when, when when you're actually there, a lot of times, like you know, you'll be playing with the other guy or blowing with the other guy or like just whatever. But like normally, like it's just two heads just don't normally uh, organically gravitate down towards the penis, well, or at least only, in our in only one head, only one mouth can be at the head, right? So the other <laughs> mouth has to kind. Of, you can't be around it. Both heads can't be around the cock at the same time. So one has head to kind shaft. of like head have the sh- side shaft in their mouth. <laughs> Like, like going horizontal down? Yeah, like how you eat a ear of corn, you know, <laughs> while the other head's on top. So it's just, you know, one person's kind of the less natural blowjob position, and that's the position that I assumed was the, the lower shaft and ball cup of area. <laughs> yeah. So, I was happy to do it. So that was pretty awesome. You know, it hadn't it hadn't happened, and I don't even think it was like um, – I, I I think you consciously thought about it. I yeah. wasn't until afterwards like, oh, that was the first time that, that happened, or like, yeah. you know, um, so that was. Let's take some more time to talk about the Halloween party because there there were some other things that happened was... at the Halloween party. We got bait and switched, <laughs> which oh, was it's funny at the Halloween party, which is two and a half months ago. Well, right. it, it, regardless of what, well, we haven't talked about it. Yeah, so yeah go. regardless of what party we were at, you know, it's it's a thing that can happen anywhere. So most of the night we were kind of mingling with various couples. We hadn't really met up with any couples that we were eyeballing to have sex with or just to play with, I should say. We were just having a good time, you and I. It had been a while since we'd been to a party. And then along comes this female dressed in this hot cop uniform and the guy she was with, I don't even remember what outfit he was in, but they were both attractive and we I think he was like half like in like Oh, a robe. that's right, yeah, he was half. And and we got along really well and they were fun and flirty and, and just good conversation is kind of where it started off. We mm-hmm. had a number of things in common. So we started dancing with them and having some sharing some drinks and doing a lot of dancing and there was some making out and you know, swap dancing and whatnot and it was getting to be late towards the end of the party. It was still going on, but it was towards the end. And we had suggested going back to their hotel room. Mm-hmm. And the guy was all for it, but you know, and the girl seemed like she was ready for it too, or, or wanted it. And then they kept on putting it off. Well, let's dance for another fifteen minutes. Let's dance for another twenty minutes. Let's dance for a little longer. And then at one point, the guy was like, "You know what? This is her first party, not mine. But I want to make sure that she really, truly, fully has opportunity to enjoy it." We we're like, "Well, what does that mean?" And we had let them know earlier in the night that I don't play with women. It's not my thing. And mm-hmm. she does like playing with women, but. It sounded as if she also liked the full swap. You know, she was into you. She was flirting and dancing mm-hmm, with you. Mm-hmm. So it didn't seem like that was a deal breaker. At least they didn't tell us that. So towards the end of the night, we'd already been put off a couple of times. The guy had even said, let's go back to our hotel room. And then he'd reneged on that and said, well, let's dance a little bit. and We'll go back to our hotel room in 20 minutes. Like, I think he brought it up first, actually, not us. 
So Yes, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're not pushy like that. I don't think we would ever say, let's go to your hotel room without the Yeah, other we would like invite them somewhere or, right, or whatever. Right. Yeah, we yeah, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So so anyway, I think you and I both had to pee. So we went off to the bathroom and when we come back a few minutes later, they're chatting up another couple. Okay, that's fine. You're allowed to chat up other people. Yeah. And we we went back on the dance floor, and the next thing you know, we turn around, and they're gone. Just gone. Disappeared. Not a word. No one said anything to us. So we're like, yeah, whatever. Okay. We keep dancing. A little while later, we see them again, and they're dancing with this other couple. And then a little while later after that, the other couple disappears, and they're back talking to us. Like, oh, that didn't work out. So that was kind of, I don't know. I thought it was kind of rude. If you don't want to play with us, I'm fine with that. If you wanted to say, like, hey, you know what? She really is into the women. It's probably you guys are hot, but we're going to look for something else. I'd be cool with that. But they didn't do that. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, it, it was. Um... I felt like just last minute they found something better and decided to go for it. And that annoyed yeah, me. Yeah, well, the thing is, is they didn't, like, let us know that mm-hmm. um, what they were looking for. They were just kind of, like, putting it off. Like, yeah. Uh, like, you guys are going to be, like, if we don't find anything better, Yeah, you we guys were on the be... bubble. We but, were on the bubble. But we, it would have been, I think it would have been more appropriate just to say, hey, like, if we, she's into girls, like, we'll, like, we'll, we we wouldn't mind playing with you, but if a situation comes along where she's yeah. actually able to play with a girl, well, then we're going to. We're going to do it. We're, we're going to take that situation. Yeah, just And be that honest. would have been understandable, but then it, it sort of just was stringing us along throughout the night and then yeah and then um because we could have found another opportunity if we wanted to and 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 then ultimately i think whatever they were trying to set up didn't work out but by that point i was annoyed and you and i you and i went off and had our own sexy good times without them yeah i went back to the and then like a day or two later we got a text from the guy saying hey i think it was like kind of like hey sorry we didn't hook up What's your SLS name? Blah 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 blah. We haven't heard from him. Since. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't. Although we didn't try to pursue it either because we were no, annoyed. No. Yeah, and so it's like, I think it's acceptable to say, you know what, you guys are hot. It's not quite what we were looking for, but if we can't find what we're looking for, would you be interested in playing with us? Like, that's not going to hurt my feelings. Yeah. It doesn't hurt my feelings. Now, if you were to say you're not quite hot enough, we're going to try to find something hotter. <laughs> that might be a little different. Yeah. Yeah. So, sticking with um, Halloween, something else, another topic we wanted to talk about was it's related to Halloween and also just uh, a little bit more, a little bit more broad as well. But the hot gross factor, we wanted to talk about <laughs> the, right, hot the hot gross factor because um, uh, you've had a couple situations, and I had a situation at the Halloween party um, where we're chatting with a couple, not not actually any of the couples we've talked about so far at the Halloween party. And so Yeah, we're little sluts. Huh? <laughs> this um a, a different couple, we were you you thought the guy was uh, was uh, was attractive and I was talking to the to the wife. She was in a sexy sexy smoking hot red outfit. Um oh, the, short skirt. The girl in the red dress. God, I yeah. don't even know their name. Or a sh- short red dress. Yeah, and so, that's right. So um we were. They gave us some fireball that was damn delicious. That was my first time having um the fireball. I've had fireball hot liquor. damn, but I think the fireball's better. Yeah, it was, it was, good. It was good. We need to invest in cinnamon, them. cinnamon flavored. So, um, within moments of meeting this woman, she she is very outgoing. Within moments, um, you know, she's already grabbed me, evaluated that she likes what she feels, and then um, and <laughs> who then, doesn't like what they feel? You've and then pulled my the hand, pack. and then. Put my hand down um, to her crotch, and of course, upper she, dress. Upper dress. She of course wasn't wearing any panties, and then no panties. <laughs> um, I start fingering, and then within 
probably 10 seconds, she came and, and uh, squirted all over. And so that was the first time. And didn't that... she warn you and say that she was a gusher? Afterwards. Oh, <laughs> there was no warning. Afterwards. And so. Holy cow. So that is not our first encounter with, with with squirting, but it was like within moments of meeting this woman, uh, having her squirt. But it was interesting because and it was also your first time being covered in it. Oh correct? yeah, it, it got out. You know, it was on all, all over my hand and arm and 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 whatnot. And so we wanted to talk about the so building on that scenario, just talking about the hot the hot gross uh what what we've deemed the hot gross factor because it's hot and it's sexy like that was hot making her. Making her come that quick, and then and, and then squirting. And for the first few seconds after she squirts, you're like, "Oh, that's hot," and then you realize, "I have this woman's bodily fluids all over my arm." Yeah, who I've who, and I believe I broke that glass for who, you. I've never. Like, oh, you have that all over your arm. Yeah, who you you met like with within moments of meeting this happens, and so then it's like, "Oh, that was that's kind of gross having these bodily fluids all, um, all over," and so. So that so that's mine. So and then why don't you talk about some of your scenarios? Let me just talk a little bit more about. Well, we we've talked about how when we do oral sex, we don't use condoms. We prefer to take the risk. Risk aware, risk aware sex. Risk aware sex for for oral sex. So we don't use condoms. We don't use dental dams, and so which is very very common in the swinging community. At least where we're at, yeah, and what we've experienced. Just in general, to, in I mean, general. in, yeah. in yeah. general, that's like a highlight, not a highlight, but it's it's a common factor among mm-hmm. swingers. Is and that's another thing I think. Um, not that um, with going back to the kink community for a minute, I think they are a little bit more. Um, d- dental dams are used more often in the community, not by everybody, but I know that um, just from talking that they use uh, protection barriers uh more mm-hmm. frequently it's it's not uncommon at all to have um dental dams at um parties and whatnot but i can't say i've ever seen um no a dental dam at a scenario no. even even the house parties we've, we've gone mm-hmm. to house parties hotel parties various parties the only time our only experience with the dental dam is we've never tried it so we just got some from amazon yeah. and the, tried it ourselves you at know home. the life on the swing set crew might have had some there because they had donated condoms Bunches and bunches of condoms. There yeah, might but, have been, some but even there, then, like I saw, like bowl, like yeah, at Desire, like Life on Swing set had bowls of condoms. But I actually, I'm, there probably were dental dams around, but I don't remember seeing like there weren't like yeah. bowls of them around. Right. right. So okay. So uh, tangent. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> so it's not uncommon then when you're giving a man oral sex to to have pre cum first, and then I've you know had other men come in my mouth unexpectedly. I. We kind of have the rule that I'd prefer not to have another man's semen all over me. You know, we're both mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. of fertile age, and and regardless of whether or not I'm on the pill or whatever, we just prefer not to have that the the juices around. And when you're having sex and there's a condom, it's not so much of a big deal. But with oral sex, you know, I've I've had a few like oops shots in the mouth and had to I even spit it out and swallowed it, but. It's kind of it's it's the same thing where it's like ah yes made him come oh he came in my mouth like and I'm not I'm not one of those people that's disgusted or grossed out by by cum and the texture and all that I swallow yours but just the the thought of calling it a bodily fluid like it's somebody else's you know DNA that it grosses me out yeah I mean um, 
Yeah, it's just like the hot gross. Like, it's hot. Like, oh, this is hot and sexy. And, and you don't like, want to, like, run off to the bathroom to, like, rinse your mouth out or wash your arm off. But at the same time, you're like, I should wash this off. <laughs> yeah. So there, so there isn't a bunch to talk about it. Just, like, we just said, laughed amongst ourselves. Like, the hot the hot gross. Yeah, well, um, and, and we've had plenty of listeners write in when we've talked about squirting and had our squirting episode and talking about how she squirted all over my face. I was down there eating her out. And, like, to me, being a person who doesn't want to eat out women, that just sounds absolutely horrific <laughs> like and and then the thought of another woman like spraying you all over the face that kind of grosses me out too like <laughs> yeah so it's just it's just like bodily fluids can be you know there's a hot factor to it like man mm-hmm. i I'm, i was i figured this woman for a very short amount of time and she came very quickly and i know she came like there's no question she came she i did that she squirted it all over but then it's like she enjoyed yeah, herself she squirted all over <laughs> like <laughs> this is a mess and so we yeah, just, we... and it's funny because the mess on like on a bed and towels and sheets that are washable that doesn't it doesn't gross me out as much as just having it on my body. Yeah, yeah. So we have we've deemed it the hot gross factor. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hot. We recognize like, like there's things that are about you know you know you you are you're able to get somebody to climax. You're able to, you're you're blowing and you're able to you know you did your job well. <laughs> and um, so yeah, it's just the bodily fluids are I don't know it's it's. It's hot and it's gross. You know, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, same thing when you're like fingering a woman or you love to eat women out. You are you eat it well, that's true. all the time. That's true. You, you know, actively swallow it all the time you know, when we you don't, eat out a woman. You know, we don't talk about... You're, you're right. I hadn't, actually, you know, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, like men... And then you come up to kiss me and you've got pussy breath. Ugh. Men actually... Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, men actually get bodily fluids on them all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Just eating... You're, you're right. I get it. All up in my grill. Yeah, and then I'm like, take um, a shot, man. So yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. You know, I've I've primarily stuck with it's the, literally the Halloween, in your grill. the Halloween squirting party, or squ- sometimes squirting party, the <laughs> Halloween squirting story. Um, but yeah, like like you get, and you know what? That is, you know what's funny is that actually doesn't even seem to be hot, and that isn't there's no that, that there isn't really there. a gross factor for me on in in that scenario. Um, yeah, because it's delicious. Well, <laughs> no, I don't find it delicious, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I love I love eating pussy, and so yeah, that's a um, so yeah, you you get it, you get but yeah, you get bodily fluids all over and swallow and and all over, even more so, actually, probably more so than than uh, than than you. Mm-hmm. Had, had well, nothing... because I don't, I kind of make it a point to not have the guy finish in my mouth. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. And women, you're just lubricated, um, you know, right from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. There's no like, um. You be- it better be lubed or else you're not doing things right. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people are dry. That, yeah, yeah. So we were we we had another um we had another um uh in home s- scenario in in home in home scenario. So you want to yeah. talk about that a little bit? We love having people come over to our house. It's so convenient. It's very convenient. We don't have to go out. We don't um we we don't have to get a babysitter. We wait until our son goes asleep and. We he's have, in a crib. We have so a multiple. He's not come we have a multiple story house. In. Yes, he's he isn't of walking age. So the, this is all going to change when it's with the moment. Like, well, he's of walking age. He's not. Of oh yes, he is. Age. He is walking. He can't get out of his crib though. Yeah, you're right. So this will all change. You know, the convenience factor will go away once he isn't in a. He's not still in a crib and he's able right. to get out of his bed. But it is very convenient. And if you don't want to go out, you just want to have people over, and you don't want to have to deal with going yep. out. You just. Have them over. So with that last scenario, the one thing you had said is, I'd love for you to go skiing. And I had to stop and think, what the hell does he mean by skiing? So it's woman in the middle and cock in each hand doing a, a 
double masturbation. Yeah. And I had never even thought about that. But we hadn't thought about calling it skiing, but no. isn't it just, isn't the act, I kind of think of that act as being another one that's, you'd think it would happen like the first time you'd. It's not a natural. Exactly. Like, it's it's yeah. not. It's not natural, and there's four of you, and you're all playing, but we managed to make it work out in the last... Yeah. And and it was fun. Like, We've gone years... One hand in each cock, although my left hand is better at it than my right hand, <laughs> so, and I think you were on the right, so I feel like you get the short end of the <laughs> stick on that one. But, but um, yeah, that was... It, it, it was hot and fun, um, just having people over, but, yeah, it's it's funny. That's a scenario where you'd think, like, oh, that'll probably, like, that would probably happen the first time you are in, like, a foursome scenario or yeah, something. Yeah, didn't. Um, so it took years to have that happen even. Yeah, it's just, it's just fun that we've been swinging for a, a long time and we've been with plenty of couples and yet there's still new variations on how you can intermix exactly. bodies and, and there's still things to do that are fun and, and fun with three people, fun with four people, fun yeah. with six people, just yeah, we all were... the different configurations that you can do with the human body. I mean, it's like comma, like take Kama Sutra and then multiply that exponentially because now you've got more people to intermingle with exactly. all these different positions. It's so fun. And so things, things that you just, you know, you, you, you think you've done a lot of things and then there's things that happen that you're like, oh, I can't believe this hasn't happened sooner. I mean, we were playing. Or like... things that other people are like, hey, yeah. have you done this? And you're like, no, light bulb. We were playing an, um, an icebreaker game. And there was a certain part, we, we were just playing a game, um, and there was a certain part in the game where it was, um, I think it was, a, a, I forget exactly what, what what needed to happen, but there was a point where you and the other, the, um, the other um, female were laying down, um, and I was just going back and forth eating you out, and that hasn't happened either, just like, you know, spent a couple seconds here, spent a couple seconds there, mm-hmm. like, that was fun. And I did that blowing too, and it was an excellent opportunity to then really compare cocks. Yeah, we. I was going to talk about that. We had that. a long discussion after we that. Had, we had a scenario where, uh, you know, where the um, the two guys were right there and the two girls were also um, blowing, but you but the girls were going back and forth. So you'd finish on one guy and then you'd both, so you'd, you'd swap positions and you'd just move your heads and so then you'd go back yeah. and forth and you'd do that. So I'd do you a little while. Four or five times. i do you, yeah. i do him. Mm-hmm. So then I, I literally was doing a comparison test like, okay, here's what this cock is like, here's what that cock's like. And, and I noticed differences between the two that I ha- and and the ball sacks too that I hadn't noticed before. Yeah, just, you know the subtle and, well, things that you would notice. And we had been notice. with this couple before, and oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was funny that you then. Um, it's it, it's it's funny that you had noticed new things just from doing that because you know yeah. the, the the quickness of back and forth. Um, otherwise, a cock's a cock, right? You know, once it's in, it's in. They all kind of feel the same, mm-hmm. but. Then when you have the opportunity to really go back and forth between the two, it's like looking at two pictures and going, what's different between these two things? Or there's subtle differences. Mm-hmm. So I had the opportunity to say, oh, his ball sack is like this. Well, yours is like that. His his cock head is like this. And yours is like, you know, it wasn't even like a one's better or one's worse. It was just, here's here's the ways that the human anatomy is different. And it was, it was fun. Yeah. And um, so we... Because otherwise po- you're always like a poon's a poon. But then you noticed, you said there are differences about the lips. And- yeah, there's a lot of subtle differences, you know. Um, just just the way that you're like a cock's a cock until you like really start to think about the differences. Yeah. So when, when, I mean, and just like you're saying, it was very apparent when you're going back and forth uh, between um, eating out one, one woman and then just moving your head a few inches and eating out another woman and just doing that. And Did you at- notice flavor profile differences? Yeah. Yeah. Women taste, like, women taste a little different. Um, you know, there are, there are flavor differences. Um, so then what was I going to say? There was something else about, oh, we had, um, it was a full swap scenario and, but we did, um, but we did a lot more intermingling than we, I think was probably, it was probably my favorite full swap scenario that we've had 
in terms at of at least recently. I think we've had other scenarios like this in the past, but not, not, not full recently. swap. I don't think full swap well, where not. where there was this much intermingling because because we've talked about how I mean once the condom goes on the condom's on and we're not yeah. ones to like take it off. But, go but back we had and talked forth, about but... where we've we've jumped into full swap scenarios a little bit too soon where we haven't had quite as much play with you and I mm-hmm. and just inner couple like just swapping like I'm gonna blow you a little bit I'm gonna blow him I'm gonna eat you you know just like yeah because because yeah you, we like, like to play with the numbers we don't like to be like one on one and one on one just side by side we liked it to be like four people having sex kind of yeah and so we made the effort which we had talked about um doing mm-hmm. is taking the effort to make sure I to do the yeah the intermingling play and we made we had to make the effort like the other couple they weren't not into it but they would have been i think completely satisfied with just doing a swap well, one-on-one well, just like and we've we, been with other couples that are more like us that are you know well just like a little semi theme that we have going through this episode is that some things just don't come some things come more organic than others yeah. and you know if you're here and you know you're in a scenario where you're gonna swap the other couple you kind of just gravitate towards making out with them and mm-hmm. then getting into the play with the other with 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 the other person versus forgetting, hey, my spouse is here and we have a whole like group scenario here. Yeah. And making the effort to play with each other, play with you more, and 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 uh, you know, I made an effort. I I made sure that I fucked you first. Right. Because um, I mean, we didn't have to have a condom, and I could fuck you. But then, yeah. but then you also had the the intermingling. Like while I'm fucking you, I can mm-hmm. make out with her at the same time. Yeah. And because you're right, once the condom goes on, it's kind of yeah. It's it's, it's kind although of although midway you know, through he had to pee, so the condom came off, so that gave us opportunity. You know, that's true. To that's go back true. Forth. We could we yeah while he was peeing, we could do some some more um, mm-hmm. intermingling playing, and so so yeah, it's it, it, it was fun. It kind of yeah. leads me to think, you know, sometimes. When you're in a sexy scenario, it's best to let things unfold the way they're going to unfold, but and and let things go organically, and that's fun. And I think that works well in new situations with people you've never been with or at parties you've never been to before. But I think when you're with people you've been with before or people that you're extremely comfortable with, whether or not you've been with them, I think you really do need to take the opportunities where they are and and take time to do things that are cross things off your list which means first you need to know what might be on your list yeah that's you're exactly right but i also think it's a you little can't bit, wait for it to happen all the time i think it should be yes i think it shouldn't wait to happen in terms of just you know i want to go skiing or i want to do this or different different yeah. scenarios but it's also if you notice we notice a pattern with ourselves where full swap is fun but we we because jumping into getting into full swap is that the dynamics are just different mm-hmm. than soft swap and so we learned that we're not completely happy with the way that we've been full swapping. Like we need, we want more intermingling, and so then you because well, we we still ultimately enjoy playing with yeah. each other well, learn... as much as we enjoy playing with the other people. So yes, it's it's good to let things develop or, organically. But if but if after a scenario you talk with your partner and you realize, hey, this didn't, I would have actually preferred it if it went a little bit differently. Even though that's how it, that's how it played out, but I would have actually mm-hmm. preferred if if this happened or you know you say like i, I wish you we, like we could have been together a little bit more or i you know or, um and vice versa and so then then you take that effort the next time and make it and 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 you you impose the scenario that you want to happen and sort of right. instead of although we did discuss it with the other couple too like hey we like this would you mind if that's how because other there might be couples who are like no we want to swap and we want it to stay that way and what's because for some people the hot thing might be like i am banging this other person 
not my husband or not my wife. Yeah. So, so I mean, and, it wasn't and, something and that we imposed on that. them without discussing There is a first. factor of that with us, and there is, um, I mean, that's a factor, like, that's something that we enjoy, too, is having sex with and playing with other people, but... Um, yeah, talking with the couple you're going to be with is important too. Like, yeah. so, so sort of everybody's on the same page in terms of, you know, how much play there's going to be and, and how much, you know, what's going to, you know, I mean, I mean, you don't want to be a mood killer in terms of like, let's, let's, uh, outline everything that's going to happen here. Yeah. But if, yeah. But, no, we, but you want to know. We said it just, you know, like we were having a conversation. We said, Hey, well, last actually, time when we were together, we were very, well, no, actually, couple. We, actually the way we'd like ha- to play around with. No, that's each not other quite more. how it happened. It happened actually once we finished up the, so, um, the first time. We actually were, were with this couple, but um, this particular couple, we, after the sex was over, we all sort of, we were just, you know, just decompressing after sex and, and then just thinking and then just, just talking and, and then, you know, that's where it came up like, oh, well, we would have mm-hmm. probably liked to have a little bit more intermingling play. And then they are like, oh, well, so do we. And so then, then, then the next time you get yeah. together, you know. It's interesting okay. because things didn't go the way that they normally have it either. And that might just be because we all let it go organically and neither couple was sure what exactly what the other couple was comfortable with. And then once we knew more about one another, yeah. and what it, we it's, liked and it's interesting because it lets you know just how ingrained, and <laughs> yeah. this isn't a bad thing, but how ingrained just two person, like one-on-one sex. sex is because yeah. it takes effort to be like, there's more people here and I want to involve them. And mm-hmm. it takes, it takes an effort because you spent a lot of like for the majority of us, unless you've been non-monogamous right from the get go and have group sex scenarios right from the get go. Right from that's, virginity, group sex. That's, um, and I mean, there are people like that, but that's not the majority of people. No, yeah. no question about that. And so then you, you have, have to reprogram your brain. Yeah. To, you, you, to you have a lifetime or, you know, you have your, most of your sexual, um, life is, Probably one-on-one sex, mm-hmm. if you're like the majority, I would say. Well, um, yeah, and especially for swingers, a lot of people don't get into swinging until after they've been in a monogamous so, relationship so you're, so for you're 10, programmed a certain years. way, and so then, yeah, it, 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 it takes that effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that it needs to be, it's, and it shouldn't be, like, programmatic, like, we have to do, like, I mean, things should still be organic and flow, like, you don't have to have things planned out, but if you have... Yeah, two minutes of mish, then yeah. we are going to switch. But... Knowing what you want or – and a lot of times, you know, it it doesn't happen until something – you had a scenario that wasn't perfect or you, you, you talk about it and, and reflect on it later and realize that wasn't exactly well, how we wanted, you know. Yeah, you just said the key thing is you had a scenario that wasn't perfect and you took the time to figure out why. We've had a lot of scenarios that weren't perfect that we, we came out of them and said, yeah, we had fun, but I didn't maximize my fun. Why didn't I maximize my fun? What did I miss out on? Those conversations are hard to have because you have to. You're happy. Ultimately, the end result was we both came. We had a good time. Mm-hmm. No one, no one had any jealousy issues or whatever. It was, yeah. you know, yeah. plus one in the positive experiences boat. But then, then you have to force yourself to think. Well, why? What could have been what, better? What, what, what could go better? Yeah. And the and the other interesting thing is like you're probably not going to want to have sex at the exact same time every time you get together. Or, or um, so w- there might be a night where you know you and I decide. Well. We actually want a little bit less, like, um, yeah. play. And so then, you know, then you, that, that's where you always have to communicate um, because yeah. because you don't want to get into a swinging rut either where, um, you know, just like you have sex the same way um, a lot of times right. with your spouse, you don't want to always fall into, well, this is how we have sex yeah. when we swing. Speaking of swinging rut, something else that I'm starting to realize that I like or I don't like is, you know, I like having friends in the swinger community and I like having other people that we're comfortable with to have sex with. Mm-hmm. But I... It starts to lose that, like, new relationship excitement when we have sex with them 
once a month or, you know, on a routine basis. Then all of a sudden it's that to me, it starts to lose some of its fun. Yeah. So like you make friends with a couple, you have sex with them a couple of times and then it almost becomes routine once or twice a month or once every other month. Yeah. Like that's why that's... I, I like that like excitement of meeting new people and, but I like having friends too. So it's hard to balance because you have to tell them, well, you know what? We might not want to get together and have sex this time around or, you know, so it's something new that I'm realizing now that we're, we've made friends and we've got a, a few different couples that we like to hang out with and swing with. So what, what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. Um, you don't want to, well, and, and that is, that is us. That is just our preference, um, mm-hmm. where we, yeah, we are, some people like to have the, this is who we swing with. We, we are in this a lot time. for the new experiences and we really do, we are, we, a lot in, in in a lot of ways we fall into the the traditional old school like wife swapping um 70s style swinging you know, <laughs> minus um, the quaaludes yeah i mean we and we recognize that there's there's um, the there's, there's positives to that but there's also and... there's there's people who would consider that well that's that's old school thinking you know there's um especially within yeah, the, there's more with, of a community within, within the poly community yeah and... where the, we really do sort of gravitate towards we meet people and it's fun to meet them and hang out for a night or, um, and or two and, nights and a couple nights. I mean, I don't know how much of a, or I mean, twice a year. Um, and, and be, you know, be sluts for a, for a night and get out and have sex, meet some people, yeah. have some play. And then, and then we, and then we, we play with people on multiple occasions all the time, but then it's, but after a couple of times, like you're like, okay, let's, uh, it's, like they were fun. Like let's let's let's, set, move on or... let's put them on the back burner for a little bit and, and yeah. find some hot, sexy new new uh, people to play with. I and, guess for me, it's... and I mean that is an old school way of thinking in terms of like being that's well, not, I wouldn't say old school, but it is. We are very much traditional swingers in terms yeah. of, and and we recognize it though. Um, but we're very much traditional swingers where we, um, we don't want to. We're we make a conscious effort to not really develop emotional relationships. Yeah. Um, for me, it's I want to meet you and swing with you and then forget about you for a few months until you randomly pop back in my life again, and then we can meet up and swing again. It's it's like that friend that you see two or three times a year where you pick up where you left off every time, but you might not think about them in the months intervening. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I agree. So um, what else we want to talk about today? Let's talk about we have um, – so, we I think we talked about this on the, on the Desire episode, but there um they be, there was a couple of um toy demonstrations at, mm-hmm. at Desire actually one main one, but we learned about some new toys that we didn't we did <clears throat> that that we didn't um have we, that last we got, time we recorded we'd ordered toys but we yeah. hadn't experimented with them. So there's three specific toys that we got. Two we've tried out. One we haven't had a chance to try out yet. Um, so we ordered. Um, based on this toy demonstration that we thought, oh, we have to get these toys. We got mm-hmm. the Fieldo, which is... Which, it, actually, we didn't get the Fieldo itself. Oh, we the Fieldo got, Slim. Yeah, the Fieldo Slim. Um, and that is... We bought it primarily, um, well, pretty much exclusively for pegging purposes. It's yeah, it's, a, it's like a two-sided dildo, kind of. It's, it's a... Well... It's a strapless strap-on as well. A lot of times, but if you were to Google it, it's what you'd you'd find mm-hmm. where uh, part gets inserted in you, and then the um, then the, then our part um, yeah, and it sticks the, out so that part. I have kind and of so like a penis. We have used that. We're not really going to talk about that because we're going to have a whole episode devoted to pegging yeah. shortly. And I I feel like I need to use it at least once or twice more to really be able to give a good 
insight to it. I don't I don't want to base any conclusions on a one or two time use. So, so that's so. one of the toys. The other toy we got is the um, the neon wand um, for a little bit of electricity play. Mm-hmm. And we actually have not had a chance to use that yet. All yep. looking forward to it. And but, and it's advertised as a as a piece of equipment to help with your wrinkles. So yes, it's it's electrical <laughs> stimulation. Um, electrical stimulation, but um, although they call it like static. I think, yeah. Um. So we will talk about that once we've had a chance to play with that. But the one toy that we have used and enjoy and want to talk about um is the Enjoy. So why don't you? So it's spelled N J O Y. It's a piece of stainless. Actually, sorry it. I we we always just call it the Enjoy, but isn't it's it's called the Enjoy? Um, shoot, what is the actual Eleven? No, it? the Enjoy Eleven is like the big monster. <laughs> Gosh, crap! We'll have to look it up. We'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> I yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. It's shaped like a comma. It's made out of stainless steel, and essentially, it's one ball on an at, on the end of a a bar. That's the one ball is about a um. Oh, about a half inch in diameter, and then it's connected through a steel bar that gets progressively wider to another ball that's about an inch and a quarter in diameter, I believe. Uh, these are estimates. I could be completely off by eyeballing it, and again, we'll we'll link to it. So anyway, it's it's meant to be inserted either into the vagina or into the anus, and then because of the way it's curved, you can situate it such that it it's pressed up right against the G-spot, either the male or female G-spot. And then on the outside, you basically just tug it. Um, it's it's really hard to, because it's it's shaped essentially like a comma. It or looks like a comma. Almost it's, like a C shape. It's, it's, it's called the Enjoy Pure Wand is what it's called. Oh, the Pure Wand. And yeah. it looks like a comma. Um, and you're exactly right. The way you use this is you insert it. In... So it's a one inch and one and a half inch ball on either side. I was a little off there. Um, and it's, it's, you, you, you know, you think, oh, half an inch isn't that much of a difference, but the one side is like, it looks a lot bigger than the other side. That, that half inch makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you use it by, you insert it and then you use it just kind of like by pulling horizontally. It's hard to describe the, uh, movement of it. Yeah. Because it's, it's, because of the way it's curved, you basically just wiggle it in and out, tug on it slightly, and then that transfers pressure up against the g-spot either the female g or the the prostate for the men and i've had the opportunity to use it a couple of times now you've used it on me i think yeah you have um, not it used would, it so it would take some manipulation in in actually ophelia from the um swing set podcast has kind of demonstrated how she has managed to use her, use it with herself and it's it looks a little tricky to use it individually but to have your partner do it for you, oh my god, that was, whew. Well, it was it the, was phenomenal you for said me it, once we found the G spot. Yeah, so, so so talk about using it the very first time. So I I, I put it in small. You put, so, you so put the small. Well, just describe the whole scenario. Like put it in small side. Up. It's yeah. it's stainless steel, and this, so it's going to be room temperature, yeah, and it's well, pretty cold. Actually, before we talk about um the play session um between you and I, let's actually describe this thing a little bit more. Like yes, yeah, so we've talked. I about, did. We've described it, but. You ran out of the room. Oh, I did to get go the out paperwork. Of, I and ran that's out of the room. But did you describe? So it's full metal. This thing is heavy. It, it's yeah. It's, it's our it's first. Hefty. It's our first being stainless steel um, metal toy. And this thing, if you were to drop it, 
Um, it would hurt. It would. It would hurt. It's a couple of pounds. You would. You'd probably break Maybe your tile. I mean, two and a half pounds. I think about this when I go to clean our clean it after we use it in our bathroom. Our, we <laughs> oh, have tile. In if our, it's slick. I mean, yeah. we have tile. We have granite um, countertops for our in our bathroom. I thought like this thing could crack. I mean, yeah. And if I were to drop it, like it would crack the it's, floor. It's solid. Yeah. It, would, it could break a toe. This thing. It is, comes nicely packaged when you when you order it in a nice little box. We've also seen this little carrying case that, that uh, I believe Cooper has from the Swing Set crew. So it's it's well made, well packaged. It's durable. It's yeah. easy to clean. So you can use it with other partners if you want to. We've actually used it with a condom for anal play, just to be yeah. clean on that. We'll talk about me after we talk about you. Um, so before we get again to you describing you uh, using it, the last thing is because it's metal. It's our first time really being able to play with um, the temperature of a toy because mm-hmm. yeah, most um, of our toys are silicone. Most of our toys are silicone or whatever. You know, they're just going to be room temperature. You're normal, but this toy you can you can heat it up. You can um, run it underwater um, and heat heat it up. You can run it underwater and and cool it down. Yeah. And it's, we have it's our, kind of naturally cold, just being metal. You know, that cold metal against yeah. your skin. And neither, I did not want that on my my poon. So we, we warmed one of it up. Us are huge on cold sensation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind it every now and then. You put you know you've used ice cube on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't mind it. But we. We've actually started to use this where we'll use it um, hot quite a bit. We'll warm it up under um, warm tap water. Mm-hmm. Um, get so it up, get it up to body temperature. That's that was, a... I I liked having it warm because uh, it it mimics the sexual feeling a little bit more when because that's the one thing about having one of the things about using dildos or toys when you put them in it's clearly not a living thing. It's not warm. It doesn't have that fleshy feel. Mm-hmm. This is nice actually having it warm. And so you inserted the small end first. I wasn't sure. I thought the big end might be a little big. And you found the G-spot when you're kind of tugging on the G-spot. It it wasn't pleasant. It actually felt kind of sharp. And so I was like, you need to flip it over, put in the put in the large side. So you flipped it over, and as soon as you got that in and got it on the G-spot, it felt a little awkward at first. And then, oh, baby, it was good. <laughs> I had a phenomenal orgasm from it. I, I added... I supplemented it with a little bit of clip play because I like that uh, when we're when I'm getting an internal orgasm. But man, it it was one of the, the best internal orgasm I've had, not from a penis. And yeah, it was it was. Um, didn't you say it was your the only time you've had um, in, internal internal orgasm and internal G spot orgasm from a toy? No, I've I've gotten it from. Oh, I thought you said it was. I've had it from my regular toys too, but I've had to really try at it, and I broke one. Oh, like, it just wasn't. It was one that had like an internal rotator. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't as intense with when I've done it with my toys before as it was with this. Like this was, I really really liked it. So in we fact, have. A... I found myself thinking about it yesterday when I was masturbating in the shower. <laughs> so we actually haven't used it anally on you. We'll have to try that. But we but we've used it anally with me. And I was much less positive. And it's funny because going into this, I think we both sort of just assumed that it was probably going to be a toy that I was going to enjoy more. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did but assume that. So we, so, so we put a condom on it because we've... Um, we yeah, poop happens. <laughs> yeah, um, when you're... Which we'll talk more about. I this this episode that I keep saying I've said it a couple times that is coming is a pegging episode. Just we want to make sure we have you know experience where we feel confident to have to talk about it on mm-hmm. an episode. And we've done it plenty throughout 2014. Which if was the th- year those the of you who listened way back in January, this was going to be the year where I opened up and became more open about ex- try, um experimenting with with anal play, and and it's worked out well in 2014. We'll just say that. And so <laughs> so we tried it on me, and we used the small end. And 
Um, it just didn't feel all that good. I mean, I can't really describe yeah, it. It just didn't. If, it just didn't feel good. I wasn't able. It just didn't feel. I was not impressed with it. From I mean, I, I there's nothing wrong with the toy. Just it just didn't work for me very well. And we can. Um, the one thing that I did really like was the how smooth it was because mm-hmm. you know you don't like vibrators and 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 dildos that we've used with me and the strap ons. Um, I mean, they all seem like they're smooth, but they're but they're at, but they're. You notice, like smooth steel is actually like a it's lot smooth, smoother. yeah. And as the person who is who is using the toy on you, one of the things that I notice is it's heavy, and you're you're holding that weight in your hand, and you need to try and keep the toy in a very specific location. Like one of the problems that I think you and I were having is I would get it on the spot, and then I'd get some momentum, and you'd say harder, faster, and I would try to do that, and I would move off the g-spot a little bit and then it would become uncomfortable i gotta get more control with the toy like i actually think i need a little bit more practice with it so that once i'm on the the right spot i can keep the toy on that spot because you can't see it's on the inside yeah we didn't talk about that either well i mean we we said it was positioning is key we said it was heavy but like it takes arm you take some arm strength like when i've used it on you the multiple times the multiple times we've used it like my arm gets tired because just the just the I mean it's not heavy just, per yeah, se. Yeah, it's just the pure It's a couple of pounds, forth. but yeah. the way you have to hold it to to insert it correctly to insert it so it feels mm-hmm. good. Um, but we've enjoyed it so far. It's turned out to be great for you. We're still it's still only okay with me. I tried it solo once. Um, when when you know when you went around. Um, it says to, it's twenty four ounces, so sixteen ounces a pound, so it's a pound and a half. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Which doesn't sound heavy, but it's it's. I guarantee it's probably heavier than any of the toys that um. Mm-hmm. You know, it's heavier than any, any other toy that we have. Um, you don't notice it. Your arm gets tired. But I tried it solo once while you weren't around. Uh, to know better. Um, better. It, it, you know, the outcome wasn't any, any better. Um, you know, it, it didn't do anything for me per se. Uh, I did again. Mm-hmm. It, it reinforced that. Yeah, the smooth the smoothness would would feel good like i bet yeah. like a maybe a glass a glass butt plug a, or something a, 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 some kind of a strap on that was made out of metal it, it turned me on to that idea um i tried the bigger end didn't fit <laughs> doesn't doesn't fit in there so that and that, <laughs> at least now that's the side that you use for right. for for the badge so um we'll we'll put a, a link to the we'll put a picture in the show notes and a link to where you can buy it um or i mean you can buy it on pretty much any sex a lot of sex yeah. websites but and, and there are men who swear by this so just no luck with you yeah for and who knows we'll keep trying um yeah so i think that wraps up the last episode for 2014 it's been a great episode lots of new discoveries just in the last couple of months indeed so i look forward to another year of swinging and sexy times with you with that take us home Take us home, H. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can email us. We'd love to get your questions, comments, and hear from you at swingingaround at gmail.com. No G at the end of swinging. Send us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from our sexy listeners. That's 415-7-SWING-7. Leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at swingingaround. No G at the end of swinging. You can find us on swingingaround.com. And we've got a little PayPal donate button if you want to leave us a couple of bucks to help us keep the show going. All right, everybody, stay sexy and stay swinging.